Hi world, I'm Angela Konkin. And I'm your why guy, Jerry Visca. Welcome to our podcast. Inspiring one million whys, together. Woohoo! <laughs> so who's Jerry? Well, he's formally educated in architecture, a branding expert, author of 18 books, and today focuses all of his awesome creative energy on helping people answer the only question that matters. Why do I exist? Don't forget, love, I've also toured 11 countries inspiring thousands of people. Oh yeah, I forgot. And Angela happens to be the love of my life. Thanks, love. So, who's Angela? She's a trained life and leadership coach, but today focuses her energies not just on me, but on helping people train their brain through the power of meditation and, of course, touring the world with me on this inspiring mission of One Million Wise. I like to call myself the fluffy sidekick. Together, we're inspiring One Million Wise in the world. I help you ignite your deeper why, which of course I define as the world helped by you. And I help you live it, baby, by training and conditioning your mind. So this podcast is where we thought it would be cool to share more of us and the energy of this big, fat, audacious vision of inspiring one million whys. And how it all comes to life through this magical thing called why time. We'll also share how we do this together with each other, which is what I love. It's amazing. I love doing this with you, Jerry. But most importantly, this vision can only come to life together with you because we can't do it alone. And that's why we're sharing it. So thanks for tuning in. Hey! Welcome to podcast number 13. It is Valentine's Day it is a celebration of my love for you. Oh my goodness, what a great time to talk about that and this whole conversation around passion. Fantastic. So, welcome, thanks for joining us. We're so excited to create this podcast and all week we've been talking about passion, like we've really been focusing on it a Let's lot, talk about we? why, baby. Hey, let's, let's talk, talk about, about you and me. me. <laughs> so it seems so amazing that we're focusing on passion on this day valentine's day it's, every day is passion every day is filled with joy Can imagine every day filled with brightness and joy and lightness and love for your life well i do believe that's how we're meant to live our life yeah it's and not just on one day yeah totally and it's not serving us that we are not living with more joy which so we're focusing on this area of passion because as you may or may not know, tuning in on these podcasts, Jerry and I are on this inspired mission of igniting, inspiring one million whys in the world. And Jerry does that through this magical, beautiful thing called why time. And everything, so magical. I know, everything Jerry does is all about why time. And part of the why equation that you've created, love, yes. is passion passion plus purpose equals outcome so we've talked about that on previous podcasts Einstein would love that equation yes he would but passion is a huge part of the why equation and I remember you sharing with me often that passion is the area of people's why when you're working with people during why time that people struggle with the most and the essence of it is this. We really don't know, for the most part, 
what our passion is, what our joy is. We've forgotten for so long and we just don't know. And despite this self-help age love, we've created all these conversations around passion, passion books, passion projects, find your passion. We still don't know. And that is the essence of this conversation today is that we really don't know what lights us up, what is our joy. So let's talk about that love. Why don't you think we know? This is a great conversation that we've been having, like you said, all week. One of my favorite movies, we watched it again last night. It's called Hector and His Search for Happiness. I love that movie. And uh, I just ordered the book as well. And, you know, and I, I watched this movie a few times, and it made me realize even deeper levels of, of compassion for the human condition around. It's more of a forgetting. We've forgotten what our joy is. And we choose to live our lives searching, 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 very much like Hector was doing in the movie, where he's searching for something in the external world and he's asking everybody what's you know what brings you happiness and one thing that i find with why time is there's a common thread that connects all of us and certainly in why time people what's what rises to the surface is that that people share is that they're searching for happiness and the more they drill down they really struggle like you said they struggle with remembering and it really is a remembering what their joy is what lights them up and there's only a few things, you know, we've been given this gift of life, but we've also been given this gift, and it really is a miraculous gift, that we have this inner knowing, this GPS, if you will, this inner intuition of what brings us joy and what sucks the life force out of us. There's a reason we're able to determine such extremes. And the people that are on fire, and I mean on fire for their lives, and passionate and filled with enthusiasm for every day and what they're creating, those are the ones that know why they're here. Those are the ones that may, may not necessarily know what the hell they're doing, but they know why and they know what their joy is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, you know, I love what you say about, it's about remembering our passion. So we don't know what we're passionate about. So maybe we've been searching for the answers to that in everything in our external world, but it's an inward journey. It's a remembering, which is why I love that you are now, the books that you're writing are, they're stories, they're transformational novels that are perfectly architected to help you remember because a self-help linear six easy steps to find your passion. If that was working, it would be working. And I'm not saying it isn't working sometimes, but when we have so many people, and I say this always with deep compassion and empathy for the human condition, when we have so many people still lost and not being able to answer what lights them up, I'm going, maybe that's not working. So I love that now you are creating these transformational novels. You know, your first one was remembering why. And the essence of that is it is a remembering. You know, those compliments are going to get you some. Yeah, I know. You know what? <laughs> I appreciate you saying that. Let's, I want to stay on a bit of this novel, Remembering Why. It was my first transformational novel. And I love that you're, that you're one with these books. And I love that your cover of you as a little girl is on, you know, it graces the page, the cover. And I think that it's such a, a beautiful story around this this man who 
for the for the longest time has forgotten his his joy mm-hmm. and the story really starts off with you know he's grieving he's he's experienced loss he's been uh, pursuing you know in in the world's view he's a success you know he's got money he's fame he's got fame he's got fortune he's on covers of magazines but yet deep down inside love he he is not happy he is not filled with passion he has forgotten his passion which was something that was inside of him when he was a child and it's through this wondrous journey that i call life where we're given this opportunity to remember and that's what life is it's about remembering the things that light us up and and it's only till he you know years and years later he reconnects with this really wise old mentor that was very important to him in his early years and he takes him on this journey to help him remember this love and this passion that he had burning inside of him but he snuffed it out and i choose to write these types of stories as my own journey you know there's there's a lot of me in these books right was, and i remember for so long i had wanted to please everyone else around me to the to the point where i would i would i had forsaken my own my own joy and i i see this with so many people that they'll put everything on hold they'll put themselves on hold and then they'll lose themselves and years go by and they sit there and they look out the window and they take these trips and they you know they crack open a six pack on the weekend hoping that some wisdom will wash over them and you know, I remember what happened when I finally decided to focus only on the things that brought me joy, which, as you know, one of the top ones is it's why time. It's writing, listening, and then writing again, listening more to people, listening to their soul, and then and then bringing all this energy into a story that just lights me up, first of all, and then, and then allows me to share it with others. Yeah. Well, you know, the story that you've written in Remembering Why... What I love about the character in that story is that that character is everyone. Mm -hmm. Everyone can find themselves, whether you've in this constant pursuit of more and the belief that success, fame, fortune, I'm not judging those things, but the pursuit of those things uh, and that being the main thing that we focus on in society, it seems, has us also becoming so lost, you know? So I want to just stay on why we don't know just for another few minutes, and then we're going to switch to the impact of not knowing. I also believe, love, that our society, and we've read lots about how this is confirmed to us, our society has not been designed around helping us you know, keep our passion alive and helping us never to forget. Actually, our society from a very early age is designed to help us forget. As little kids, our parents go around going, oh, look at Johnny. You know, he's a really great singer and an artist. And we helped cultivate that a little bit. But then as soon as we get into the school systems and I'm not trying to knock the school systems too much but we're really taught at that point to follow a path become part of the norm conform and hence it starts this process and I think it starts even earlier than in our school systems our passions are 
snuffed out and we start forgetting we start forgetting well this is the what i what i've written in remembering why is that johnny's dragon i call it your inner dragon this passion this fire breathing dragon is is on fire when you're when you're at a young age like mm-hmm. you just you could do it all day long it's effortless for you you love to create you love to sing you love to write parents see that and they think yeah this is this is really great but and then as as the child starts to grow the child is is really influenced it's more of an influence and we're all part of it mm-hmm. like we really are like the struggle and the you know what it took for me to leave and a very progressive field of architecture the criticism I received from my peers, from my colleagues, you know, my parents, my family, what are you doing abandoning that field? And I said to them, because I'm following my heart mm-hmm. and it no longer was bringing me joy. And that seems to be when we start to make those decisions in our life, the few of us that do, you're, you know, the people around us, and especially sometimes those closest, unfortunately, are not going to necessarily pat you on the back and go, good for you, you're following your heart, you're following your passion. So that in itself doesn't help us start to ignite that within us. You know, love. I love the example of you as a little kid. You shared this with oh, me yeah. and you actually showed me your report cards. If you look at Jerry's report cards when he was like six or seven, all of them will say that Jerry is, he talks too much. He goes around and he's always talking to everybody and helping them instead of focusing on his stuff. Who are you today? You are a speaker, you're a writer, you help others, you help the world through Y time. I mean, that passion was alive in you as a kid and you saw evidence of it through your report cards it's so fascinating yeah those are i mean those are profound ways to live this passion right you know mm. you know jerry speaks that's a profound way to live it he writes you know he he shares why time but but yeah if i look back to this passion is that element of being and as a child where i used to get put on the bad bench i used to get chalk thrown at me i was in a very strict <laughs> catholic school you weren't allowed to talk I certainly wasn't allowed to talk at the dinner table. I wasn't allowed to talk in school. And I resisted that because inside of me, you know, I'm this excited, passionate kid who was trying to find a contrast to the physical abuse that I was receiving from, you know, from from my father at the time. And what I guess contrasted me was, you know, I was being told, first of all, you know, for the longest time by, by my father at such a young age that, you know, you're not good enough. And you're never going to become anything. And I guess it was my, you know, my soul's way of saying, I, I believe in me. I wanted to help others. Because when I was helping others, uh, I was helping myself. When I was reaching out to others, I was helping myself. You know, little did I know at the time that the teachers were really trying to snuff that out. Mm-hmm. You know, is it control? You know, is it, is, a, uh, is it a lack of control? You know, we try to control our kids from being too, too excited right and it's funny because our parents and you know we're all parents here so i'm not we do our best but we what doesn't help is trying to knock out trying to snuff out that there's this this thing inside of them that you may see as divergent behavior you may see it as abnormal behavior but it's their soul's way of experiencing their light force their happiness their joy and it's different for everyone and i see so many Parents that, well, you know, you should become a lawyer because your brother's becoming a lawyer. You should follow my path and become this. 
But that's what I mean, love, that our society isn't set up. And I think that as parents, we do our best. We really want to see our child as whole and unique. And we see the glimpses of that passion shining through. But then the system, society, influences us to start to have this child who's full of passion follow these passionless paths. I remember when my son was going from primary school into high school, we had to start looking at pathways for him, the best pathway. And it had nothing to do with him as a human being and who he was and what lit up his soul. We didn't even know how to support that through that system. But, you know, I think this is a great starting conversation around why we don't know. But there's other elements to it. And we're probably going to explore that on other podcasts because we got to go deep with this area of passion. You know, that's why in our publishing work, our next I Know Why book is all about passion. So you'll see us on future podcasts bringing in some of the authors that are helping the world remember their passion. But I want to come back to what you're saying about society. See, we look at society as this thing that's not us. You know, we look at it as an external, like there's almost like somebody in charge of society. We're all part of that. Totally true. The moment that we decide that aptitude tests in school to tell us what kind of job and career should we should be going in the, the moment we decide that what's more important is to reignite the spark that lives inside of each child to find it at an early age which it exists it's there you know between the ages of 6 to 11 it is there you know what the unique gifts are because you can see the joy that mm-hmm. comes through, you know, mine was always creating and it was, you know, it was drawing and writing and, and just that whole element, helping people. The moment that we put that, all of us, you know, we don't just turn the other cheek because for the last hundred years, we've allowed this industrial age and this age of control and consumerism and conformity. And conformity. Yeah. We just, we've just allowed that to be the norm. So everything else is going to be seen as unorthodox type behavior. Oh my God, my my kid's not going to make any money. No, here's what's going to happen is your kid is going to be lost, trying to find themselves, Mm -hmm. going through multiple relationships, not knowing who they are, who knows how much therapy they're going to be shoved into, how many times they're going to be told that, you know, you're never happy. You know what? It's time to remember why we're here. And we're here for one reason only, to unite as a human race to help one another to reach out and inspire one another to remember why each soul is here yes. and then do whatever it takes to, to help them alive. to keep it alive and to yeah. live it that's what this is about it's easy to say well you know i'm just doing what society says well we're all part of it yeah well you know i love what you said love it's about each of us individually taking responsibility for that and not blaming and complaining any longer but each of us you know reclaiming our passion and doing the work to remembering you know so I love that and like I said we're gonna be going deep with this area of passion and talking about it continually on future podcasts but I thought we'd go into a little bit of you know we don't know what our passion is right love so like the list yeah so what's the impact of not knowing what are we seeing out there? well you uh, you had asked something earlier like about you know why don't we and I just wanted to highlight I have a really growing list of the reasons why we don't live our passions why we find it so difficult 
and if I had to choose one, and there's just there's so many, but the one big one is we don't think that we're deserving of living our passions. We think it's frivolous. We don't think we're creators. We don't think we have this ability to actually exist in life. We think it's just a hobby. Mm. So the ramifications of not knowing your passion is you will live a numbed out existence. You're living, but you're not alive. Yeah. And there's a real difference there. You can sit on your couch and not interact with anybody and have your groceries delivered to you, never go out, be a hermit, or you can really be alive and see the world and see yourself through the eyes of what the how the world wants to see you. You know, there's great movies that inspire me. One of them is uh, Walter Mitty. Mm-hmm. You know, that the, the life, whatever, of Walter Mitty. Love that movie. And this is a really great example of what we're talking about right here where this shell of a man is, for the last 20 years, is working as this, uh, in Life magazine, right? Mm-hmm. In the basement level, no passion in his life, no excitement, no joy. And he finally reignites that and he reignites it through this wondrous journey he reignites it through taking this journey to and he finds himself through this journey through this action and he he remembers what he was like years ago yeah when his hair was like uh, a mohawk and his dad thought that was great yeah. remember his people saying well, what'd your dad think he took me to the barber <laughs> like he was the one that wanted to encourage that so find your joy now and it's there yeah and don't be hard on yourself that you may have forgotten. Welcome to the human race. How human of you. How human of you to know that you live in a world where we don't want you to remember why you're really here and your joy. Yeah. Why would your boss want you to be lit up on fire? Unless you're lit up on on the ROI and you've hit your sales quota. (laughs) Other than that, why would they really want you to be super happy, super excited? Possibly because you may be your own personal boss one day, you may be your own self. I think it's time to lose yourself so you can find yourself. Totally. I love that. And I love what you touched on, the impact of not knowing your passion. What that's doing to us as human beings is we're creating this state of numbness and lifelessness. We don't feel alive while we are living. We're lost. You know, here's a great movie for kids. Do you remember that movie Wally? Yeah. Cutest little robot in the world. He was. And you and I have talked about this before. So the message is and are out there. Remember remember that scene towards the end where we think that life is going to be better when we're all sitting on this cruise ship and we're so fat mm-hmm. that all we're doing is we can't even move. We're just, there's that scene where, you know, all the, uh, you know, whatever they've saved from Earth, they're just watching these screens with these virtual they're glasses. Everything's being delivered to them. They're overweight. They can't move. Is that what There's we're... no discomfort. There's no discomfort. Is that yeah. what we're heading to? I don't know. You know, sometimes I think these books, while they might seem like far-off depictions of where humanity is headed, lately, I don't think that they're that far off because look at what another impact of not knowing what your passion is, is that... When you live a passionless life and you feel lost and lifeless, you're not really going to care about others around you, the planet that much, where it's headed, the impact of your actions, because you're feeling lost and lifeless and numb anyways. So, you know, my greatest tip, love, for listeners, because as we get towards the end of this mm-hmm. of this podcast, people say, well, that was easy for you. You know, I, I can't do that. 
if you don't believe you can do it, you won't. But if you believe that there is a spark, and it, all it is is a spark, all it takes is one little spark to light a fire. That's it, like one little match. And my recommendation is just to remove yourself from the day-to-day -day norm, the day-to-day -day noise, the, the unwanted sound, and just go somewhere. I don't care if you just drive for a full day. Like, just be on your own and start to make a list of the things that bring you joy. Don't think about how can I make money off no. of it. Just what are the things that truly bring you joy? What are the things that don't bring you joy? Who are the people that that I surround myself with that really light me up? Who are the ones that don't? You know, where do I love to go that I really find myself? That's why you and I go to places like Tuscany. Yeah. We love it, right? Do we stay in uh, five-star hotels? No, we, we stay in a very rustic villa because we love that. So start to reclaim your life by looking at all areas of your life right all areas and what brings me joy and when you start to just become that joy every day one thing i love to write so every day i'm going to write something and i think back on how hard it was to write my first book which was called the time of what have you got to win and i think about how i i somehow was able to carve out a one hour on a friday and that's how it started yeah. you know 19 books ago one hour on a friday and now it's like not just one hour anymore it's like almost 50 60 hours now right it's just every day i just love i love doing it yeah well i love that tip remove yourself uh quiet yourself like jerry says you can just even go for a car ride all by yourself and that way you can start to practice once again you know listening to your heart your heart's gonna you know we talk about listening to your heart well, how do you do it? You got to remove yourself from the noise, start quieting. That's why I see meditation as not a nice thing to do. It's a necessity. If you are to ignite that passion within you, reclaim it, live it, because the brain has to start communicating with the heart. You know, I see a world one day love where we all go to these parties, these events, and people don't say, hey, Angela, what do you do for a living? It's replaced with, hey, Angela, what are you so excited about? What are, you, what are you really passionate about? That's what I see. I see a world where we all reach out and inspire that passion in one another. That's exciting for me to be able to see a world that we helped contribute, mm -hmm. you know, that we helped spark. And a brush fire just, just flew over the earth and it ignited everyone else to say, yeah, this is what I'm on fire about. This is what I'm passionate about. This is what I'm creating. It becomes infectious. Yeah. You know, it's truly a ripple. Well, I love that whenever we are invited anywhere to parties, Jerry will never start asking people when he's introduced to them, what do you do? Or what's your job? He always asks. And so you live what you preach, love. What are you excited about? What are you passionate about? And like I said, it's really fascinating it almost takes people so by surprise. They have such a difficult time answering that, you know? And this passion we're talking about, when we started off the podcast today, it is part of the why equation. Passion plus purpose equals outcome. And your deeper why is the world helped by you as you define it, love. So when we are all lit up with this kind of passion that's connected to our deeper why, our world cannot help but be transformed. And at this point in time, with what we're seeing in the world, all these things going on, we really need this. 
we need it big time. It's not a, oh, that would be nice if that happened. This is, it's come to the point in humanity's mm -hmm. evolution that we need to start shifting the trajectory of the course of humanity by changing the trajectory of our thinking. And that passion is not a nice to or reserved for the few of us, the mm -hmm. artists, but it is in all of us. It was there as a seed before we were born and it's just there. It's part of why you exist. That's what I love about our, our approach at inspiring others. You know, unlike other books that I've seen that you kind of feel bad that you don't know your passion or you think it's somehow related to some kind of career. Whereas what we're saying is it's inside of you. It's just, it's just, it's there. You know, you don't have to go on some course to find it. It's there. And you're going to be the one that decides, I want to reclaim it. Like you're saying, I want to begin to remember. You'll start to live it and it'll be your choice to to live out the rest of your days maybe you decide to look at a sunrise every morning yeah you know maybe you decide to start to live your passions monday to sunday versus just on a saturday for a couple hours maybe you decide to reach out and inspire someone else to find it you know some of these listeners may have already found it or you think you found it that's fantastic. You know, we're not here to say that that's not your passion. You're the only one that's going to say, this is my passion. This is my joy. Well, start to help someone that feels they have to look to the external world to tell them what it is. I love when someone says, oh, you, you're going to love this. You got to be a part of that. How do you know I'm going to love that? Right? Well, mm -hmm. I love it. Well, that's you and that's not me. Well, and I love as you feel your passion coming to life, what you said is go out and help someone else. And that's what we define as this new ROI for the world, where this is really going to create a beautiful ripple, where once we're ignited with our deeper passion, this new ROI is about reaching out and inspiring others. And that's how our world will really be transformed when it's no longer about us, but wow, I'm on passion. I'm on fire. I want to reach out and inspire that in someone else. And that's going to create this beautiful ripple effect. So for me to, as I close off, uh, and I know you're going to take us home. You mm -hmm. always take us home. Show me the way home. I want to close off with coming back to that question, what will happen when we don't know? We don't know why. We don't know our passion. And it's, it's fueling this third transformational novel I'm, I'm writing, which is called The Seven Regrets You'll Face in the End. And guess what one of those regrets are? It's passion. It's it you you will get to the end and you will it will be revealed to you, in in such a glorious way, that you will have had it. You'll see that you've had a choice. You've always had a choice to live a life that's filled with passion, with enthusiasm, with joy, with bliss. And for me, I don't want to get to the end of my life with any of those regrets. And that's why I'm excited about this third book. It kind of continues the journey of why am I here, where these seven amazing souls are wrapping themselves around this, this little boy. And one of them is joy. It's passion. It's, it's, you know, her name is bliss and she's showing him what it means to live a life with that and how it is the foundation of our existence and our deeper why. So this story kind of continues with this extraordinary human being that is getting to the end and she uh, is facing these seven regrets. 
Well, you're writing a book that's speaking to my soul, love, because I do believe that facing our mortality is like the biggest defibrillator. It wakes us up. And if you really lived, if I had a year to live, you would ignite your passion. You would remember it. And the other book that we're also, uh, you're also writing along with the Y timers that mm-hmm. are part of the book is the next, it's the red book, the passion book. I know why. So it's the second one after the little black sexy book. But what I love about the intentions of this book as well, love, and I've been interviewing the authors past week, which has been so fun, is that it has two intentions. The first is to help us remember because these people in this book co-writing with us are remembering. And then the second intention is how to live it, how to keep it alive. This has been such a great conversation around passion, why we don't know what lights us up, what brings us joy. And you'll see us touching on this quite a bit in future podcasts because we do need to go deep with this area. Stop doing a surface job on it and think it's going to come to us in six easy steps or the next workshop. So we'll be touching on this a lot. But thanks, love. This has been really fun. thank you, love. And it is Valentine's Day, so it's a great, great time to magnify, amplify the conversation on passion. So thanks for joining. 